cuando era un niño. Someone in the crowd might have looked at me fail. With an evil eye, abuela called it ojo. Reached in the fridge and took out a rebel. Sign of the cross with the egg as a remedy. Rub it on my body to remove the bad energy. Pray out loud so we can all hear it. Egg underneath the bed to absorb the evil spirits. The wind blew, the house shook. I laid back with candles, the rosary, and the sage plant. Sana, sana, fix vapor rub on my chest. Fell asleep and woke up in a puddle of sweat. Felt better after shaking the omen. Zone floated on the earth that I'm roaming. In the Americas, some call it folklore. I'm well, I broke the egg, now I'm free from more. Sana, sana, sana. And bloodline to the test when one is jealous of another success. Family, friends, associates, and neighbors can all result to bevel when chasing after paper. Friends and enemies, good and bad energy, mala ojo, affecting culture, psychology. Bad vibes can damage you and your circle. Wrong intentions from so called friends can hurt you. Watch the life you're living, keep them at a distance. They'd rather see you missing than healthy and uplifted. So you get this chance in this life to make a difference. That's around will affect conditions, living space positive. How I live, yes, I try to. Whether stormy, gray day or outside, sky blue. Work through the pain from the out and the inside. Embrace the joy and avoid the evil eye. Tuning into Latino Politics and News. This is Tony Diaz. We are broadcasting on Tuesday, November 3rd, before the election polls close. A reminder to folks who are listening in real time as long as you're in line by 6 59, you will vote. You just have to wait after that. Not even going to ask you why you waited this long, but you did. <laughs> Having said that, we want you to understand that this is a historical moment. You're going to listen to this on the archives because we will be part of the history recovery. People will be going back to see what transpired. We're going to have a document, and that's what we're sharing with you today. Today we're talking to Las Super 7. These are seven Latinas running for judicial seats in Harris County. Even if you're not in Harris County, Texas, this should matter to you because we're going to point out how we, as community organizers, starting asking questions, coming up with the data, and we're about to make an impact in representation as far as how many Latinas and we can extrapolate Latinos are sitting judges. And we're going to track that over the years because, as you may have heard, at this point in time, Harris County is about 43% Latino. Houston is slightly higher. On that note, we want to point out that if the seven super Latinas running for office should win their seats of the 120 judicial seats that are not elected statewide or appointed by the governor or the mayor of those 120 judicial seats, 10 would be occupied by Latinas. That's roughly 8% of those seats. Again, in a county, a 
American city that's well over 40% Latino. You will hear excerpts from a press conference regarding the Latina Super 7. After that, we're going to have an extended interview with two other Super Latina candidates. That would be incumbent Judge Julia Maldonado and newcomer Natalia Cornelio. We'll speak to them where we convene. This all took place at Doña Maria, a navigation that is part of the heart and soul of Segundo Barrio here in Houston, Texas. I'm sure every city has a spot that the community activists go, professionals go, it's down home, it's community, and you can run into folks from TV, radio, folks from the corporate world, folks from the activist world, elected officials. It really is a fun place to convene. But again, these are places that are Raza owned and operated <laughs> because they know the community. They have a vested interest in reaching out to us. And we know them and trust them and we love them. So that's one big reason that we love going to those places. I also want to point out that we hope that you are supporting similar restaurants or cafes. And of course, we observed all CDC recommendations and rules. But again, we wanted to make sure that you knew from the inside what's going on in the community. The Super 7 Latinas are Amparo Guerra, Democratic nominee for First Court of Appeals, Ana Martinez, 179th District Court candidate, incumbent Judge Julia Maldonado, 509th District Court, incumbent Leslie Briones, Harris County Civil Court, number four, Natalia Nata Cornelio, candidate for the 351st District Court, Veronica Rivas Malloy, candidate for the First Court of Appeals, place three, and Joe Ana Delgado, who is incumbent Justice of the Peace. We'll also hear from Cristina Morales, who is Texas State Representative for District 145, and incumbent Sheriff Ed Gonzalez, who was there to support these rising leaders in the community. In closing, I want to really stress an important matter here. Originally, we were calling this group the Super Six, but what transpired is that after a lot of analysis, and mind you, we're <laughs> community organizers, poets, writers, essayists, and uh, <laughs> we do crunch numbers. We can't analyze. However, the different levels of courts are very confusing. That's another reason that we're doing this is to shed light on these different levels of courts because that's another factor that influences whether or not the Latino community is civically engaged. And that's our point today, to civically engage the Latino community, share information about voting. And this is eye-opening because to our knowledge, no one else is keeping track of these numbers. And as Judge Julia Maldonado will point out, there weren't enough Latinas in office possibly to even imagine quantifying it. And I would add... My own opinion would be no one would want to say that, hey, there's only one or two Latinas out of 120 because that looks and sounds bad. On top of that, once we started crunching the numbers, it's, it is very complicated. We had to quantify it. We had to distinguish one level from the other level. We had to distinguish which are appointed, which are not, etc. And we had to figure out who is Latina, who is not Latina, etc., once we figured that out, it became clear that, oh, wait, <laughs> it should be Super 7. And additionally, there's only 8% representation if they all place. And I think that's really eye-opening as well, that we're quantifying this 8% factor. Have, have we made mistakes about the numbering? Probably. And that is the beginning of these discussions. 
the Libra Traficantes were happy to begin crunching these numbers. Latino Politics and News is happy to report this information. On top of it, we hope to start this dialogue. We're going to be speaking to some of the legal affinity groups to pick up this baton and continue quantifying, articulating, fine-tune these numbers, include more, be specific. And then on the historical side, this is a historical document that you're listening to. As we continue to extrapolate, again, not just the simple number, that's the tip of the pyramid. What we're really after today on this show is to peel away at the different layers that prevent people from our community running for office, thinking for office, and understanding the basic rules. While I'm on the topic of informing our community, I also want to point out that one other reason I believe our community is not more civically engaged is because the process is so confusing. Not only is it very complicated to vote, why should someone have to wait 30 days before the election to be registered and then they can't vote. So if someone decides to get registered to vote two weeks before an election, why can't they? That's a Texas thing. More, moreover, the whole idea of redistricting, which is coming up soon, complicates how all the territories are marked up. So we're talking about the judgeships and all those different layers. Those geographical areas and levels and jurisdictions do not coincide with, for example, Houston City Council jurisdictions. And if you look at the way the Houston City Council map is laid out, it is mind-boggling, as we demonstrated during our Ultimate Hispanic Heritage Month observation, where we conducted an event in every Houston City Council district, and we got to see how some of these districts are really oddly shaped and that also confuses our community because you may live a mile away from someone and have complete different city council representatives and again put the layer of state representatives on that map these none of these three levels of government correspond and you may have a neighbor who's got different elected officials at each of those posts overall we hope that you will be engaged we're, of course, not advocating or endorsing anyone. We are pushing for freedom of speech, intellectual freedom, and we want to end voter suppression, voter intimidation by increasing knowledge of the situation. But we have to call it like we see it. So we're dropping some facts on you. That's all we want to do. We want to build on those facts to edify our community. I hope that's what you expect from all of our events, programs, anything we do. This is Tony Diaz. You're listening to Latino Politics and News. I want to thank our volunteers. Rodrigo Bravo mixes the shows remotely. He's also an excellent performer himself, so we appreciate him giving his genius. Roxana Guzman also lending a lot of her talents to our cause, including coming up with the graphics. She's our communication specialist, but she also is a whiz on production for our other events. And Leti Lopez helps out with our musical curation as part of the, the legacy team that we have here. Thanks for tuning in. This is KPFT. We're not on Fun Drive right now, but you can always go to kpft.org and Make a donation on behalf of Latino Politics and News just to keep the station going so that we can bring you real community information like this. I am so proud of this show because we are living up to the mission of KPFT, of freedom of speech and community radio.
siempre provocativa, soltera vive en la vida. En traje baña que se ve bien explosiva. Todos los domingos por con todas las comedidas. Dale, ven, ven, mátame. Dice, dale, baby, maltrátame. Si quieres de viaje, solo déjame saber. Si te enamoras, yo nada voy a perder. Ya espera mía. Dale, dale, ven, ven, mátame. Dice, dale, baby, maltrátame. Si quieres de viaje, solo déjame saber. Si te enamoras, yo nada voy a perder. Te volví a probar. I am with Libra Traficante, and this is a community event today that has three important purposes. One, we want to let our community know how important voting is. We want to inform and educate them about the process and when they can still vote. Secondly, we want our community to know how powerful they are. Third, we want to support the Super 7 Latinas because you need to know that when they win, through your help, out of 120 judicial seats, only 10 will be Latinas if they win. That's 8%. That is unfair. That is unjust. We're proud of them. Libra Traficantes are mad at the system. The community is mad at the system. Our community needs to step up and vote, just like they're stepping up and representing our community. As far as voting goes, Early voting ends October 30th. Today you can vote till 10 p.m. Tomorrow there'll be some sites open till 24 hours. You need to vote early. Election day is the last day to vote, Tuesday, November 3rd. Right now, this is on Facebook Live with Libra Traficante. Share this. Call your tias, your tios, your nephews. Find out if they registered the vote. Find out if they voted early. Tell them about La Super 7. Additionally, if you can't vote, this is an important message. Si usted no puede votar por cualquier razón, usted necesita animar la gente que usted conoce y ama que apoyen a nuestra comunidad. Aquí tenemos siete líderes que están poniendo su tiempo, que están tratando de representarnos. Necesitamos apoyarlas, necesitamos unirnos, porque jamás deben de ser nomás 8% de los jueces que sean latinas. Ya no vamos a soportar eso. Ellas necesitan ganar. También queremos que ustedes las conozcan. Right now then, we're going to introduce them one by one in alphabetical order, uh, and we'll have them come out. We have Amparo Guerra, Democratic nominee for First Court of Appeals, please. Anam, yes. I'm going to say all their names, and then we'll have them come up. Ana Martinez, Democratic nominee, 179th District Court. 
sitting judge, yes, Julia Maldonado, incumbent judge, 509th District Court. Leslie Briones, incumbent judge, Harris County Civil Court at law number four. Natalia Nato Cornelio, Democratic nominee, 351st Court. Veronica Rivas Malloy, Democratic nominee, First Court of Appeals, place three. And I had to change the name from Super 6 to Super 7 because Joan Delgado is a sitting justice of the peace who's running also. Applause for her. I also want to recognize, and they will speak after the judges, some of our current elected officials who are also powerful, but also standing up for our community. We have Sheriff Ed Gonzalez, the public sheriff. Always in the community, always su uh, supporting our leaders. Also, Texas State Representative Cristina Morales, who is going to introduce a bill to support Mexican American studies statewide. She's up for election. The last thing I'm going to say before we have Amparo come up, we just started counting. The reason we had to change the graph from Super 6 to Super 7, no one else has taken this information down. We need to keep track of how many Latinas there are now. We need to add all the other judgeships. Some are appointed by the governor, some are appointed by the mayor. We need to have a specific answer every year of how many Latinos and Latinos are sitting judges, and we need to keep asking why not more. Right now, please welcome your candidate, Amparo Guerra, Democratic nominee, First Court of Appeals. Thank you all so much for being out here. Thank you for those of you watching at home. This is so important. As it's been said over and over, this is the election of our lifetimes. Our lives depend on it. Nuestra comunidad tiene que salir a votar. This is the most important thing that we can do as people. If you have the right to vote, you have to exercise that right. We have to come out in numbers that cannot be challenged. We have to show that we are strong and that we need to be paid attention to. If we don't vote, no one is gonna pay attention to us. Please vote, vote for all of us Latinos. Thank you so much. Hola a todos, buenos días. Mi nombre es Ana Martínez y soy la candidata demócrata para la Corte 179 criminal. Quiero decirles a todos que todos estamos muy contentos de estar acá representando nuestra comunidad, representando a los latinos, representando a las mujeres. Es importante que salgamos todos a votar, que sigamos unidos como siempre y que logremos que todas las candidatas que estamos acá logremos llegar a las curules. Muchas gracias. Thank you, Ana Martinez. I also want to remind people, our community members need to know and spread the information. If you registered once and you have not moved, you are still registered. You can also go to harrisvotes.com, put your address in, you'll put your last name, your street number, your street name, you'll get a sample ballot, you will see these candidates' name on the sample ballot. But this is important information for you to know and you to keep spreading. Next up, incumbent judge Julia Maldonado, 509th District Court. 507 family district court and welcome and thank you everyone for being here this morning and thank you for having me we are here to try to get the Hispanic vote out so I ask everyone to please come out and vote I don't know if you know, but I'm your first Latina Democrat ever elected to a family court bench here in Harris County. So we need to have more Latinos elected to be representative of our community. As you know, we are the majority here, the majority, and we need to have representation. So please don't forget to come out and vote. Uh, the polls are open this week till 10 o'clock. So please vote and vote all of my Latinas and Latinos who are on the ballot. Thank you very much, Judge Julia Maldonado for the 507 Family District Court. Thank you so much, Judge. 
I want to introduce the next person and let people know that I was very happy to team up with Natalia. She helped coordinate this. Why? Because Latinas unite. Latinos must be united. And if you can't give money, you can't give your time, give a like, give a share, spread the word. Next up, Natalia Nata Cornelia, who's a Democratic nominee for the 301st District Court. Good morning, good afternoon. I'm Natalia Cornelio, candidate for the 351st District Court. A lot of people, a lot of Latina women, a lot of Latino men have sacrificed for generations for us to be where we are today. And it's taken a lot of work. And so I'm so proud to be part of this group of Latina women. We are here, we are putting ourselves out there to represent our community, to serve you. And for that, I encourage you to do your part if you can and vote. I heard somebody say it and it was so powerful. If we don't vote, we are letting somebody else speak for us and that is not okay. So let's get our voices out there. You can vote every day this week until 10 p.m. except for Friday until 7, harrisvotes.com. And I'm just so proud to be here, part of this incredible group of diverse Democratic nominees. Please vote all the way up and down your ballot. Let's get out there and thank you. Thank you, Natalia. One of the Latina Super 7 running for judge, Veronica Rivas Malloy is also running for judge. First Court of Appeals, place three. Please come up. Hi, everyone. Thank you for giving us the time to reach out to you. The seven of us are here because we care deeply for our community and we care deeply for you, the Latinos. We're here because you matter to us, because you need representation because you need your courts to look like you, because you need judges who understand your issues, because you need judges who are gonna have the compassion and the ability to reach out to the community. Please come out and vote. The seven of us are here, but we need you. If you don't come out and vote, if our community does not unite Latinos Unidos, all of our efforts will be for nothing. We need you to work together with us. You are part of our team. We're here for you. Please vote. We're here in representation, not just of the Latino community. Three of the seven are also immigrants to this country. English is my second language. We want to show our community that Latinos and immigrants are important. We come to this country to serve, to serve with distinction, and to serve with honor. Please come out. Votemos juntos. El pueblo unido es fuerte. Votemos como nunca y que nuestra voz se oiga ahora y se oiga fuerte. Les invito a que voten ahora y hasta el viernes. Por favor, voten antes del martes y que nuestra voz de latino se oiga y se oiga fuerte. Come out and let our voices be heard and let them be heard louder than it's ever heard before. Thank you. Judge Joan Delgado is not here. She's a sitting judge. I want to introduce another super Latina. She is running for Texas State Rep to be reelected. Incumbent State Representative Cristina Morales. Yeah. Welcome to Second Ward, everybody. I got to thank Tony Juan for supporting Latinas to run for office. Listen, I'm proud to be here to support these Latinas because representation matters. As a funeral provider, I have seen how this pandemic has affected our community. Our votes matter. When they say our lives depend on it, our lives depend on this. It is because of voting that we can vote for women. It is because of voting that we can vote for Latinas. Please get out and vote. It has never been easier. Thank you so much and vote for these ladies. Last but not least, he's not a Latina. He's a super Latino. He's in well, good morning. First, I want to thank uh, the Hernandez family and this wonderful, wonderful establishment, Doña Maria's, here in Segundo Barrio. It's good to be here in our community supporting these wonderful Latinas. And I'll tell you that it's not just about them being Latinas. They're highly competent, highly accomplished. They're mothers. They're immigrants. They reflect all communities. And it's important that when people go to do the important work that they have to do in our courts, that they go before a judge that's going to treat them with respect, with dignity, with compassion, and somebody that looks like them, that they can help them navigate a very complex judicial system. We need people to vote. A lot of women are voting. We need them to keep coming out. 
the Latino vote is critically important, not only at the national level, but as we've heard before, all politics is local. You're more likely to have to do business in front of a court and with a judge than you'll ever engage with the president. So I want to encourage everyone to support all these wonderful Latinas, including our State Representative Morales that just spoke. We need more leaders like her and more like these wonderful leaders here. So please come out and vote. Your voice is your, vo your voice. Uh, make it count. Uh, please go out. It's never been easier to vote. There's a lot of options. Uh, Mr. Diaz already said it. Uh, but go to harrisvotes.com to find the location near you. Que Dios los bendiga. Thank you very much. Ya no te estaba buscando, baby. Pero cuando coincidimos, baby, fue una cosa que yo no sé. Tú fuiste conquistándome y en tus ojos yo lo noté. Que tú querías y yo también. Entre botellas de rosé, nos fuimos calentando. Tony Diaz. We're at Doña Maria, a navigation. This is the heart and soul of political and community organizing. Aquí mero. You're missing it if you ain't been here. And we just had a great event to celebrate La Super 7. These are seven Latinas running for judge seats. This is happening while early voting is going on, but by the time you hear this on 90.1 FM KPFT, Latino Politics News, it'll be election day. Why did you wait so long? <laughs> you still got time to vote. You still got time to call. So get involved. Having said that, I'm sitting with incumbent Judge Maldonado, who's on the ballot, and also new candidate Natalia Cornelio, who helped organize this. We appreciate you giving your time and energy to organize the seven. First thing I want to start with, though, is it was hard work to come up with the data. I can't believe that we haven't been keeping track of the fact that out of 120 seats, we're just focusing on these 120 seats. We're not focusing on statewide judgeships right now. If these seven Latinas win, there'll be 10 Latinas in those 120 posts. That's 8%. Um, how come no one's been keeping track of this, Natalia? 
events with the uh, Latina Judicial Democratic candidates, and we're hoping to diversify the bench and bring representation to our communities. As Tony was saying, we keep bad data when it comes to Latinos, not just about our electeds and our candidates, but, you know, I'm running for judge in our criminal justice system. We have bad data about how many Latinos are in the justice system because Latinos are historically classified as white. So unless there is a system to identify people. We won't know the impact of these systems on our community, which I think is a great argument for why we need Latinos in leadership, because we know some of these issues that affect us and we care. And so I, I plan on advocating for better data in the justice system, and I stand behind you on advocating for better um, data on you know, our representation, Tony. So thank you for working on that with me, bringing that up. It's a complicated court system, but there's not a lot of us. There's not a lot of Latinas or Latinos as lawyers, and there's certainly fewer as judges. But at the end of the day, we want our leaders to represent our community. Harris County is, as of 2019, 43.7% Latino. So we really need to up it on how many of us are professionals in our medical, in our legal, and in our courts and government. I want to really focus on that, too. Let's get something straight. We are community organizers, and we're taking the lead on this the way we hope community members feel empowered to begin getting engaged. The point is that we're starting a discussion on quantifying how many Latinas are sitting judges. As you mentioned, it was complicated to come up with those numbers because what we're not counting now... and. Let's make this annual. Let's make this quarterly. We're also not counting right now, and we should get these numbers, statewide appointed seats. Those are appointed by the governor of Texas. We're not counting municipal seats, which are appointed by the mayor of Houston. Let's get those numbers in well. And, yes, let's include Latinos, etc. but those numbers are hidden, and we don't count unless we count ourselves. So let's do it. Now, let's talk to incumbent Judge Julia Maldonado. So you were the only one for a while. Tell us about that. Um, yes, I was the only one for quite some time, and I, right now I don't really um, remember who was on the bench or not, but for the longest um, that I run, there was there is no numbers. Uh, unless, like Nata said, I mean, we're classified as white, so we really can't determine, you know, who is out there. Um, here in Harris County, I know when I first got on the bench, um, I want to say there was probably, if there was one Latino on the bench, that might have been too many. Uh, I think we now have a, a couple of Latinos, but we don't, we didn't have any Latinas until this past year when one of my friends, uh, I, I got her interested in running, and so she became the second uh, Latina on the bench on the family courts. But for the longest, we didn't have any, and it's very hard to get support and obtain support from the community when you're the only one that's out here hey could you vote for me and they're looking at you like uh who are you you know so i'm very very happy to see that we at least have now seven seven of us and that is, that's exciting uh and that i'm hoping that in the future we'd be able to actually put some numbers together to bring better representation um we need to be united. We need to reunite and come together for our community so that, uh, you know, we can represent that 43% of our population the way it should be. Um, I, I think it would be great. Um, when I first got on the bench, I was the first Hispanic Latina or Latina Democrat that was ever on the bench uh, in the family courts here in Harris County. So that was sort of a exciting, and that just happened in 2016. Imagine that, you know. And it took me four elections to get there. Uh, but I'm I'm excited to see my little friends now here uh, for this year, and I, you know, and I'm and I'm rooting for all of them so that they can they can get on the bench, you know, so that I, we will not or I will not be just one of two around here as Latinas. So uh, I'd love for everyone to see how important their vote is. They need to come out. Without their vote, we can't do anything. Their vote is very important. Their vote counts. Each and every vote counts. So I want them to come out. 
That's wonderful. I hear the resilience in your voice, too. I think that's what I love about a community because, you know, that's the forces at work that want to leave us sad and broken. But it doesn't matter. We, we find the joy in it. Nos unemos. And then we rise to the occasion. And I want to say this. I want to be angry and mad. But when I meet leaders like both of you, I get excited. I get fired up. And I'm like, you know what? I am blessed that we're the generation that can identify these issues act on them and here's the most powerful part see the change so you know what i'm fired up i'm excited uh, let me ask you this now naysayers are going to say oh my goodness they're only going to represent latinos that's not the case because you are all beyond prepared you've been vetted so much you're a, you're overqualified i know you could be making a lot more money <laughs> in some corporate world i'm glad you're coming in this lane but talk about some issues that affect Latinos and other communities that you are able to pinpoint and and really most people don't understand. Yeah, I mean, just to start, I would say that coming from a background where we've experienced struggle and had to be resilient, you learn a lot of empathy, right? You learn that everything that I have had to overcome and everything that I have been blessed with, not everybody has that opportunity. And so that's important, you know. My, my empathy for others has led me, has focused me. Um, so I actually, I'm a civil rights lawyer. And before that, I was a public defender. So my focus in my legal career has been serving people who cannot afford a lawyer whose rights were directly on the line because I know how important people's rights are. And I know that if you don't have money, you don't always get a fair shake in the system. Or let's be honest, you almost never get a fair shake in the system. And so I was like, well, I want to be a lawyer. I know I'm going to be a great lawyer for them. So, you know, unfortunately, it's Latinos and, you know, the black community who are most heavily harmed by some of the injustices that our system builds. But it's people without money. And so I've had the privilege of working with all of those communities, you know, just the communities that are really most vulnerable and, and need um, legal representation the most. And I'm excited to continue service. I know that directly serving people in need is going to be a benefit to me as a decision maker when I'm a judge. Too often our judges become removed from the human experience that they are impacting with their decisions. And I will never be that. When I am, if I am getting close, I, I'm going to kick myself out. And I have plenty of people around me that will hold me accountable because I don't want to be that person. You know, I don't want to be in charge just to be in charge. I want to make a difference. Y cuando ya me toca, when, it's, when I can't anymore, you know, then it's time to do something else. Go write a book. Or, no, I'm just kidding. That's super important. <laughs> just teasing you, Tony, because I know you're a writer. I want to be a writer, too. So that's my next goal when I get, when I get jaded, you know, and can't help people the way that, I, that they deserve. That's powerful. And, and I want to say this, too, for, for I think our radio program, our different grassroots organizing. That's all we're asking for is this ongoing dialogue. And maybe we all need to get a reset often. And typically people get jaded because for some elected officials, once they're in that third, fourth term, we kind of feel that distance. Sounds like you're saying when, when you feel the distance community, let me know and we can reboot and reactivate. And, and I think, honestly, this is exciting. I think running is exciting. So this is not that. Running is exciting because we get to talk to the community, and it, it forces us to, but in a really healthy way. I would love to make sure that as a court, there's more infrastructure to stay connected with the community. You know, it's a lot of work, and maybe there's not funding and infrastructure for it, so let's build it so that people know what's going on in the courts and so that there is a way to make sure that there's a connection between the judges and the community. And uh, Judge, Judge Maldonado, you bring this historical perspective. What do you think Latino participation can do to the court system that would help everyone across the board and not just Latinos? I think it just brings the diversity to the judicial system, you know, uh, and, it, and it brings pride and not just to our community, the Hispanic community, but but all those minorities in general, because uh, as a Latino, we're not the only minority that we have in this community. You know, I would say it is great to speak Spanish. I wish I could speak other languages because we have other, we have other uh, parties who are minorities, and I can't speak to them. But when the Hispanics come in 
and I'm able to communicate with them. It, it is so exciting. But one of the things that I, I have focused, at least in my court, is to be a down-to-earth, open court for the people. It doesn't matter whether you have zero money or you have billions and millions of dollars. And it doesn't matter which attorney represents you. Because in family court, um, the um, historically, historically, it has been that Oh, it just depends on which attorney you have, you know, or if you have an attorney or not. And so now it has been made to where, no, you know, uh, yes, it depends on your facts of your case, the preparation of your case and how your case is presented and how the uh, law applies to that. So it's, it's awesome to see that feeling. And so that's across the board for everyone, regardless of race or gender or, or beliefs, you know. So it, it makes me proud to have to have done that, you know, um, and I love bringing that not only to the Latino community, but to all the communities in general, and uh, not to say if, if she lets this uh, judicial position get to her head, I'll be there to pull her down, <laughs> but I, I, always t I always tell people, I come from a very humble background, I mean, I grew up in a jacalito, I don't know if y'all know that, but it's just like a little mud hut. That's what I was. I grew up in, and I've been very blessed to have gone from that to where I am now. So I've seen it all. So in family law, it doesn't matter um, whether you're a individual with no means or little means. It's just what matters is, you know, the family structure. The what's best for the children, what's best for the community, and and for that that entity of. Uh, between the parties, so it's it's a good thing. I think I think it's a different perspective overall. So it's really good. Thank you for uh, having me here this morning. And I want to let you know the Super Seven who are poised to make history are Amparo Guerra, Democratic nominee for First Court of Appeals, Ana Martinez, Democratic nominee for 179th Court. We're speaking here live with Judge Julia Maldonado, incumbent, and I got the district court straight, 507. No me voy a olvidar. Leslie Briones, incumbent Judge Harris County Civil Court at Law Number 4. Not, we've been talking here live, and she helped us organize this. Natalia Nata Cornelio, Democratic nominee for the 351st. We've been hearing her words. Also, Veronica Rivas Malloy, Democratic nominee, First Court of Appeals, Place 3. And we want to add the seventh Super Latina, Judge Joanne Delgado, who is Justice of the Peace. And, you know, here's the thing. We're talking to you live from Doña Maria. And this is one of many great places we can get great Mexican food. So Houston claims to be a diverse city. If you can find the Mexican food, but you can't find the Mexican-American art or the Mexican-American judges, you're not a diverse city. So let's work on that. Thank you for joining us. It is This is going to air Tuesday, November 3rd, from 2 to 3, which means folks have about four hours <laughs> where the polls close. What did you wait so long for? <laughs> we're, we're, glad that, <laughs> we're glad that they're engaged. <laughs> as long as you're in line by 7 p.m., you have the absolute right to exercise your right to vote. So, you know, we're not always early birds. That's okay. You're not too late. Well, let's be real. Some of our hint are voting. So I, I remember talking to some of the, I'm sorry, some of are, are working. So I remember talking to some young students. They wanted to get their parents to vote early, but they couldn't get off work or th they're too exhausted. There's a 24 hour, there's eight 24 hour locations so on Thursday. On oh my God. So get there, get there. So see, if you didn't get there early, at least get there on election day. Every vote counts. We need you there. Thank you. Gracias. It's Tony Diaz. Thank you.
por comerme a dos o diez te olvidaría. Cogí un respiro y me salí de la vía. Y como un pendejo no sabía lo que hacía. Nunca lo superé, nunca te superé. Hasta me aprendí toda la balada en inglés. Respiré y conté hasta tres. Eres la fantasía oscura de Kanye West, bebé. Hey, hace tiempo lo barato me salió caro. Ya solo tuiteo a la loca disparo. Como olvidar la bella que era en el carro. Que yo solo pensaba que te había olvidado. Yeah. Pero pusieron la canción. Yeah, yeah. Que cantamos bien borrachos. Bailamos bien borrachos, nos besamos bien borrachos, loco. Pensaba que te había olvidado, eh, pero pusieron la canción. Yeah, yeah. Que cantamos bien borrachos, que bailamos bien borrachos, nos besamos bien borrachos. casa de tu país cuando yo te iba a ver las veces que tu mai no llegó a coger tú brincando mojadita sudando chanel yo sé que lo nuestro es cosa de ayer y me pone contento que te va bien con él yo ni te extrañaba ni te quería ver pero pusieron la canción que te gustaba poner y me acordé de ti cuando me hiciste feliz se acabó pues me fui hey, yo mismo me río de mí Estamos bien borrachos, que bailamos bien borrachos, nos besamos bien borrachos, los dos. Y yo pensaba que tu nombre estaba muerto, eh, pero te soñé despierto, ey, al salir para la calle suelto. Sin sentimiento, el corazón desierto. Y yo pensaba que tu nombre estaba muerto, pero te soñé despierto. Hoy salí pa' la calle suelto, sin sentimiento, el corazón desierto.
When you listen to KPFT, you hear things that you would expect to hear on a community radio station. Relevant news, the arts, great music. But when you tune into KPFT, you also hear things you wouldn't expect. You hear different perspectives that make you think about our world in a new way. Pacifica's mission statement is about building understanding between nations and people. What you hear on KPFT can have a profound effect on how you live. You listen to KPFT because it expands your understanding of yourself and of the world. And we can continue to bring you great ideas and culture because listeners like you contribute. So why wait for a pledge drive to support KPFT? Give a call to our membership department at 713-526-4000, extension 314. Again, that number is 713-526-4000, extension 314, to speak to our membership department and become a member. This is listener-sponsored, commercial-free Pacifica Radio, KPFT, Houston. Tune in this evening at 8 p.m. to hear live election coverage from Amy Goodman of Democracy Now! Again, please stay tuned for this evening's live election coverage from Amy Goodman of Democracy Now! beginning at 8 p.m. You are listening to KPFT Houston. Did you know that you can double your value to KPFT as a listener sponsor by volunteering?